Yeah. It was hundreds of pieces of just gray puzzle pieces. I was like, like yeah. yeah, this is not going to work. No. Yeah. <laughs> so we threw in the towel. Yeah, yeah. smart. <laughs> hey, glad you are with us. Welcome to a brand new edition of the Green Room Door podcast. I'm Dave Trout, and this is the show that loves to go behind the scenes to talk one-on-one with artists to get to know more about the heart behind the music. And sometimes those conversations happen in literal green rooms. Uh, This is not the case on today's show. We have a couple of interviews that happened in very unusual or slightly unusual places. I will tell you about that in just a bit. Um, uh, We are halfway through season five of the podcast. Uh, If you haven't been listening in recent uh, months, uh, in the first half of this season, we've talked to artists like Sarah Groves, Ross King, Stephen McWhorter and Jason Claiborne, Graham Jones, and Carolyn Ahrens. Hey, if you uh, need to catch up, just find those episodes in the recent uh, podcast episodes here on the Green Room Door feed on whatever platform you're listening Uh, But today, oh, we are in for a treat. In the first half of the show, we're going to be talking to one of my favorite husband-wife duo bands named Drakeford. And uh, they have a brand new album that just came out uh, a few months ago called Wayward and Home Part One. Uh, It was cited by our critics as one of the best of the year. Uh, There's a couple of songs on that EP that uh, made it on our list of the best songs of 2021. So uh, some really good stuff coming from them. Um, Just some of my favorite lyricists as well. Uh, So we're going to be chatting with them. Um, And then in the second half of the show, we're going to hit the rewind, go back exactly 10 years ago. Uh, If you followed the career at all of Andrew Osenga, you know that um, one of his career highlight albums um, was this epic concept album called Leonard the Lonely Astronaut. Um, Hopefully some of you are nodding your head right now. If you are not familiar with it, oh, then you are in for a treat because um, Andrew built a, a replica of a spaceship, like the, like kind of like a studio of a spaceship, and recorded the album inside that spaceship, which was inside a warehouse behind Baja Burrito in Nashville. And um, 10 years ago is when they uh, demolished that studio that you know they they couldn't rent out the warehouse space forever so they they uh we're gonna demolish this this replica spaceship and i think i think utr was the only media outlet that did an interview with andrew inside the spaceship yes it happened and and it happened 10 years ago february 2012 Uh, So I thought this was a fitting time to go back in time and revisit that interview inside the spaceship. Some of you um, may have heard some of the clips many years ago on the Under the Radar podcast, but most of you haven't. So this is new info, new, uh, you know, just new stuff to explore. So uh, it's going to be a ton of fun. And we'll listen to a couple um, music clips from that album, just a celebration of uh, that amazing release that came out 10 years ago. 
All right, uh, let's dive right in though. Um, we were able to talk to the band Drakeford. Um, uh, it's a new-ish interview. Um, their new project came out in August of 2021. This interview happened a few months before that, and we were actually on a front lawn in East Nashville. So you will hear some cars going by and some birds chirping, but it's all part of the fun. Before we dive into the interview, uh, let's listen to a clip from one of their newer songs called Press On. Uh, this is the band Drakeford on Green Room Door. What can you do but surrender all? I have a couple quirky questions that have nothing to do with anything for the most part, but the first is about the pandemic and what sort of like unusual or weird or quirky or different kind Mm -hmm. of hobbies or interests or like TV series or what what are some of the things that you've sort of like found yourself getting into that you probably wouldn't normally do yeah. on a busy year yeah i've yeah. got a few of those what what would you say well i have one for you but also for us okay so uh we recently discovered total wipeout and, <laughs> <laughs> and honestly we've been kind of watching it non-stop uh so that's that's been fun and also other things that we didn't even know existed like community the, the tv show the tv show oh, yeah. community uh we've uh, been binge watching that i think we were like out of the country when that came out and so we had no clue it existed yeah we, we lived overseas for a few years so yeah i missed I've, that i've gotten into sorry to mean to talk about you. i have gotten into whittling which is kind oh. of unusual i do woodwork or i used to do woodwork um but my shop is still in chattanooga so i don't have all my tools and stuff but i really still wanted to like you know enjoy working with wood so i just got a knife and started carving things and huh. i make little necklaces and stuff <laughs> He sits on our front porch, just whittling away with his coffee and bathrobe on. In his bathrobe, yeah. <laughs> Are you like seventy now? Is yeah. that- Dude, <laughs> I feel like I'm seventy. Yeah. It's crazy. It's great. It's I fun. love it. The neighbors <laughs> yeah. think it's hilarious. <laughs> That's about it, though. We tried puzzling at one point, like getting a puzzle and solving it, but that- last is like. We tried for two weeks to finish that thing, didn't we? Yeah, and it was incomplete. We yeah. gave up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so some things you try, you just know yeah. it's not for us. Well, it got to happen. the point, like, it was a picture where there was stuff on the land, and then there was a big blank sky, but it wasn't, like, clouds and the sun. It was just, just sky. gray sky. <laughs> yeah. It was hundreds of pieces of just gray puzzle pieces. I was like, like, yeah. 
yeah. this is not going to work. No. Yeah. <laughs> so we threw in the towel. Yeah. yeah. Smart. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah. That was fun. That was a good answer. Take me back to when I knew that I needed you, that I needed you. To the passion of my youth When I longed to do What you called me to Out of the darkness Run to the light Out of the forest Straight into the fight How do you harness Something out of sight I used to know Where did it go? I'm actually just going to hop back in here because I did such a terrible job asking this live. So the gist of my question is, what are the things that you are kind of embodying, some of the virtues and characteristics of just life improvement that are happening during this pandemic quarantine season? Well, I think a strange phenomenon that's happened since you know lockdown started is that we've both just had waves and waves of gratitude yeah mm. um just coming out of nowhere and you know seemingly and situationally you'd look around and like for us we lost a lot of our gigs and mm-hmm. don't really know what we're doing with ourselves right now um and out of nowhere we just have these urges to just give god thanks and and be grateful mm-hmm. for what we have and um for a roof over our heads and for health Mm-hmm. and for good community that lives in our immediate vicinity that we kind of do life with. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, gratitude is like, it's like the life spring of creativity. I feel like without gratitude, your creativity is going to take a huge hit. So mm-hmm. even though the pandemic and lockdown and quarantine has been a weird, draining, creatively draining process this i feel like the gratitude that's been coming out of nowhere for us has kind of combated that and given us new reasons to write and new inspirations to create stuff mm-hmm. so i'm grateful mm-hmm. that's great is that all right yeah that's awesome that's perfect yeah you don't have to we don't have to do this if you don't want but um it's always fun to be prepared <laughs> um do you want to talk at all about your new album sort of the theme of it or whatever and we can find a spot to you know even even if it's down the road several months when it's closer to release date like we can find a place to plug it in and Mm -hmm. yeah would that be of interest to you that'd be awesome yeah Yeah. i'll let you talk about that well the thing is like you are way better at explaining (laughs) especially this album because it's so deeply from yeah yeah so i guess i have to start with saying that um uh, like 2017 until now, we've kind of been in a really rough patch um, spiritually and creatively and emotionally and relationally, even between Lucy Jane and I. Um, and so while we've been creating and releasing stuff over the last couple of years that we feel has been true to where we're at, we really wanted to create a project that through and through was thematic and was honest and was vulnerable and didn't shy away from the questions and the doubts that we had. I was really transparent about some of the things that we've been wrestling with. Um, 
yeah and so it's going to be called wayward and home it's not about losing your way and finding it again it's more of a progression following um just our kind of decomposition of what we thought faith was supposed to be in community and then returning and landing on the fact that there are certain absolutes that just aren't in question even in spite of all of the doubts and the questions um, and so rather than being about being lost and then finding our way home it's more about losing your bearings a little bit and realizing that no matter where you end up that God is with you throughout the whole situation Mm -hmm. um, it's finding hope in the unresolved um, which is kind of the theme of it and it's going to be uh, two EPs um, kind of both under the same name um, but kind of different feelings different emotions throughout each one um, so yeah we're really excited about it and I think even if it's may not appeal to a wider audience this is something that we have felt like we really have to do and create and put out in that honesty that vulnerability um, and hopefully it will it will speak and encourage other people as well and um, that kind of rawness that will be in it so, it will be raw yeah but we it's hope a you good like thing it. <laughs> it's a good thing yeah yeah, yeah. thanks excited. thanks mm -hmm. that's awesome yeah of course uh, it is always so good to catch up with Drake and Lucy Jane of the band Drakeford. They're just great people and wonderful musicians, some of my favorite songwriters. Uh, in fact, we're going to close out this interview with the full song called Waves, which just released on their new project, Wayward and Home Part 1, which was on our critics' picks of the best of 2021. Uh, so check it out. Here is Waves by Drakeford on Green Room Door. Waves on the ocean, names in the sand, his new promotion and her wedding band. Things that we hope for and things that we plan can slip through our fingers and out of our hands just like freshly cut flowers that die overnight like an old family portrait that fades in the light run from the things that can shorten your life don't let your ignorance Hinder your sight Because hell isn't worth you Maintaining your pride No If you're caught in a current and you're drifting along, take this as a warning and not just a song. Don't be ashamed to admit you've been wrong. 
Take hold of grace before time is all gone And fight for the hope that keeps you pressing on The song is called Waves. It's a new one from Drakeford, our interview guest today on Green Room Door. And uh, you definitely need to check out their latest project, Wayward and Home Part 1. Uh, I just adore all the songs on this project. I absolutely cannot wait for Part 2 to come out. I just want more of their music. Um, and if you want to do a little bit uh, of a deeper dive... Um, we did a backyard concert series video with Drakeford performing a couple of songs live and a little brief chat with them on video. You can find that on our website or on our YouTube channel. We'll link to that backyard concert video and we'll link to their, um, their latest album in the show notes for today's episode. Well, I've got a couple of freebies for you. Um, first is we would love for you to be receiving our daily song RX email, which is a, a song of the day and a brief spiritual reflection that is picked out by either myself or one of my indie artist friends. And uh, it's just a great way to start the day. You don't have to read it every day, but it's there if you need it. And, uh, it's kind of taking the morning devotional and flipping it on its head and it's really connecting with a lot of people it has been a ton of fun to write reflections for it um, for the last almost two years you can sign up to our email list and that is at our website utrmedia.org and it's completely free also another freebie is we have a secret contest coming up at the end of this podcast not going to be mentioned on any other of our podcasts, not on our website, anywhere, just this episode, Green Room Door podcast listeners. So be listening for a, a freebie opportunity at the end of the show. Also, you're going to want to uh, be on our email list for another reason. Uh, we've got a lot going on and some things that are brewing that you're going to want to know about and be one of the first to know about. So uh, we'd love to keep you informed on that. I'll just tell you a little bit. Um, some of you know that we just started a joint partnership with Judson University. And uh, we are actually going to be having our first big concert event at Judson's campus coming up uh, in the month of May. And, and also that same month, we are putting plans together right now. Nothing's totally official, but uh, we're, we're putting all the pieces together for a White Owl Retreat which is going to be kind of a full weekend experience with a few dozen music-loving friends, um, celebrating some private concerts, open mic, a lot of fun, a lot of food. It's going to be a great gathering. Uh, so info on that coming out in the next few weeks. All right, well, when we come back, we are going to be heading into the spaceship. Not joking at all. We're heading into... The actual model spaceship that Andrew Osenga built to record his 2012 album, Leonard the Lonely Astronaut. 
We go back in time 10 years for this retro interview that you're not going to want to miss coming up next on Green Room Door. Hey, this is Ross King, singer-songwriter and longtime friend of UTR. I've got a special offer for all you songwriters out there. Last fall, I released a new songwriting instruction course called Tools Not Rules. It's a six-part, three-hour video series filled with tools, methods, and systems I use every single day as I write not only my own songs, but songs that are recorded by other artists and also songs that are used in film, TV, and advertising. And I'd love for you to have this course. So for a limited time, I'll be giving a 25% discount to my UTR friends. Just go to rosskingmusic.com slash UTR25 to find out more. That's rosskingmusic.com slash UTR25. Thanks. This UTR podcast is brought to you by Judson University in Elgin, Illinois. Do you have a high schooler considering choices in higher education? Judson is one of the premier Christian universities with over 60 majors and a 13 to 1 student to professor ratio. Judson's 90-acre wooded campus is only 36 miles outside of Chicago with students enrolled from 29 different countries. Their tuition is 20% lower than average college prices, and 99% of students receive some form of financial aid or scholarships. They also offer graduate degrees and adult online programs. Start with a virtual tour of Judson U's campus at judsonu.edu. That's Judson, the letter U, dot edu. This UTR Media podcast is sponsored by Amazon.com and their platform for giving back to nonprofit organizations, smile.amazon.com. The next time you need to buy a backpack, computer, book, glue sticks, Ultra HD TV, or fidget spinner, millions of products, and you type in AMA, stop right there and instead type in smile.amazon.com. It's the exact same website, exact same products, but now you can type in UTR Media as your supporting organization and Amazon will donate 0.5% of all eligible purchases to UTR. You literally pay the same price and get the same prime benefits, but UTR Media gets supported thanks to you being a kind and thoughtful shopper. If you shop with the Amazon app, you can load up your shopping cart and then go to smile.amazon.com to check out and you will be unlocking free money to support this mission. Again, go to smile.amazon.com for your online shopping and select to support UTR Media. Ten years ago, in 2012, Andrew Osenga released the incredible indie rock and epic concept album, Leonard the Lonely Astronaut. Uh, It still to this day knocks my socks off. Yeah, he recorded the whole thing in this studio version of a spaceship. It was incredible. In, In space outfit, too. And we were the only people that got to interview Andrew inside the spaceship. It was awesome. Just a career highlight interview moment. 
And uh, so we decided to go back in time because that interview happened exactly 10 years ago, February 2012. Let's go to the spaceship, time warp back a decade with Leonard the Lonely Astronaut. Writing these words, jotting them down, get them all out to leave them behind me. So far behind me. Where to start, right? Uh, well, why don't you just tell me, um, just maybe just where the idea for Leonard the Lonely Astronaut came about? Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, I'm an insomniac, um, pretty bad. Um, I slept like an hour last night, and that's pretty typical. And, and one of the things that I've, you know, seen some doctors about it and stuff. And one of the things that I was told is that you ought that, that a lot of times what can help is to think of a story like come up with some story that has no consequence because a lot of times insomnia is like your your brain gets in sort of this feedback loop of just what's going on in your life and you can't stop and you can't rest and so you, you come up with a story that has nothing to do with your life that you can just sort of mentally switch gears and allow your brain to sort of downshift you know and and over time, you train yourself. Like, when I think about this, my body goes to sleep. And um, and so I started thinking about, like, what if I had a spaceship? <laughs> and I was like, why would I? Like, I just started, like, designing it. And, like, what would I have in my spaceship? And over the course of a few years, it turned into this guy who was, like, why was he there alone? And, you know, I, I'm a writer. So it was, like, backstory. All of it was backstory. And so it ended up that this, like, this guy who loses his wife in an accident and just mad at the world, takes this job. And that's why he's, why somebody would be, take some terrible job where you're just alone in a spaceship for a, a year, you know, like um, when the, uh, you know, after the age of discovery is gone, it's not like a big deal, you know, it's like a long trucking job. And um, so, and then I, I had created that character and then I wrote a song about him and I really liked the song. And then I was like, well, maybe I should do like a little project about this guy, you know, and, and that was going to be an EP. And then I was like, well, if I do that, I should, you know, decorate the studio. And if I'm going to go to, you know, it just sort of ballooned. Like before you knew it, it was, I'm going to build a spaceship. And, and I was probably, you know, like I have a lot of ideas like that. I'm kind of constantly thinking of things that are just kind of silly. And, and, but I, I, I guess we were doing some square peg shows. Like, rarely do we ever do them with the whole group on the road, but we did. And it was somehow we were in Ben Shive's parents' house in St. Louis, and it was like really late at night. And I was like, I told like Andy Peterson and Ben, and I think Eric Peters or something. I told them about this, and they were like, I was kind of laughing. We were telling like embarrassing stories or something. I was like, I've always wanted to make a regular spaceship. They're like, you need to do that. Um, and so I think, it, and then Peterson just whenever we would play shows together, he would just tell everyone at the concert that that's what I was doing. So before he, he's kind of baited me, and um, so I rose to the occasion. That's anyway, a long answer. <laughs> that's awesome. 
Don't worry about that. No, it's, it's great. Uh, okay, so besides the theme of loneliness, what are are there any other themes that you're working with on the new album? Yeah, well, the, the idea of, of loneliness isn't so much just like, oh, I'm lonely, but like, it ends up being more about like, why am I lonely? And and that's because it's something that I really have it's been a big issue in my life is that I'm always run from relationships and I know a lot of people like that, you know, and working with young life. Like I'm always like talking to kids about like high school kids about this. Like, why do we run from the people who care about us, you know? And, um, for many, many years, like, and I mean, my natural disposition is like, if people are going to go do something, I'm going to go in my room and be, I don't know, sit around and think I'm Adam Duritz and like, cause that's cool to be sad or something. And, um, I did that, for a long time, you know, and just missed a lot of opportunities and a lot of relationships and uh, just started really regretting like the choices that I had made. Like, why do I always just hide away and think, I assume people don't care about me. I assume people don't like me. And I, um, just all these lies that were fed, you know, and, um, and so, and so you, I pull away from my friends, I pull away from my family, I pull away from my wife and, so what what this record was is like what if what is the natural end of that like where where does that lead like that leads to sitting in a room by yourself all the time you know you you could be in Idaho or Illinois or Tennessee and do that same thing it doesn't have to be space you know like but like we all know people like that you know it's like oh that guy just sits at home just hates everybody or thinks everybody hates him writes angry letters you know like um I mean there's a guy like that down our street you know and like I could have easily been that guy, you know, um, I still could, uh, but the Lord has put people in my life who won't let me, you know, and just, you're coming with us or giving me kids and, you know, like a wife and like people who I can't help, but I can't hide from them, you know, and, uh, and I don't want to, you know, and they pull me out. And so it's just sort of that, that's kind of what the, the record talks about. So there's, there's stuff about family in it. There's stuff, there's a lot of stuff about, relationships and it's all told sort of in the you know from he's looking back at it like why didn't I just say I was sorry why didn't I why was I so proud why couldn't I just why didn't I tell you this stuff before why didn't I ever tell you that you hurt me but I just held it until I lost you you know and I mean I've done that with friends you know I've done like and we've all got some relationship like why didn't I just say why it didn't have to get to the thing that it became, you know, it could have just, we could have just dealt with it and moved on. Um, and so it's a lot of those just kind of nuts and bolts situations of we never did this and here's what happened. So it was, um, that's what the record is. It's a lot of, it's mostly memory. So it's not like there's nothing, there's nothing sci-fi about the record except for a few snare drum sounds, you know, and, and there are little illusions, you know, and, um, Lyrically, but if you didn't know that that's the idea of the record and you listen to the record, there's like one song that wouldn't make a lot of sense to you, but the rest of it would, you wouldn't think anything of it, you know? Um, you're just like, wow, that's a very elaborate set piece for the photo on the cover of the record. Um, but yeah, so that, and which was part of the goal that was that I, I didn't want it to be a musical or I didn't want the songs to be like plot points, but I, for it to be like, I feel 
and I think Larry Mullen Jr. says this on the YouTube movie, but like an emotional journey, you know. Um, anyway. <laughs> sort of gives you an opportunity to build some unique buzz around the album too not just making another album it's a whole the whole ball of wax yeah well that, that's there were all these other things once I started thinking about it it's like I would probably there's something about creating and creating an icon you know some sort of thing that people can rally around you know like people that aren't typically like so man when's your next record like all the time, but for the last year and a half, every time I, you know, every time I see people, it's, dude, how's the spaceship thing coming? You know, like, people have been excited about the record a year before I made it, you know, and that would have never happened with just another singer-songwriter record. Yeah, I know. Big deal. Yeah, it's what you do, you know. I mean, um, so it's been, it's been on that, I didn't initially shoot for that, but it has been a an added little bonus of just, it's a human interest story of crazy guy builds spaceship. So, <laughs> yeah, it's like, and he's not really that weird. Like, he's married and has kids and doesn't go to sci-fi conventions. You know, although I really think it would be awesome to go to Comic Con and play a concert now in my in my spacesuit. Did you know that Eric Peters and I went to some sort of like regional Comic Con convention thing? <laughs> no, and I need to hear this story. Uh, we were staying at a hotel in Albany, New York, on the on our house show tour, uh-huh. and we wake up in the morning, and the whole hotel is riddled with like R two D two and like robots roaming, roaming around and like people dressed as vampires, prancing around, and so we're like, what is going on? And they're like, oh, this is like Comic Con Northeast. That that's the greatest story I've ever heard. And so I mean. Eric Peters and Dave Trout are like, we're shelling down five bucks to get into this thing. Oh, yeah. And we spent like two or three hours roving around getting, I mean, we got like video clips of the Zelda guy, like putting his sword in our face and oh, it was just awesome. I mean, I need to go. I just need to go. Like, so oh, that's awesome. So when you think of um, all the songs that you recorded for Leonard, um, what are there any specific songs that sort of stick out to you as like I don't know being extra special or um, just you know you're just extra excited about releasing man this sounds like a it sounds like a fake answer but almost I've never been so excited about my songs as on this record I mean ever like we were, we just finished mixing the record on Friday and each time like when we pull up a new song it was like oh it's like one of those movies you love like 
this is my favorite. No, this is my... And I feel that way about this record. I'm like, I really love these songs more than anything I've ever done. Um, and I like my old songs. Um, so, I mean, it kind of depends. It sort of kind of depends on the room. Like, I feel like I feel like I have, this record has songs for a lot of different occasions, you know, a lot of, for a lot of different feelings and a lot of, um, like there, there are songs I can play in churches without it being weird. And there are songs I can play in clubs and bars without it being weird. And most of them will fit both places, which is just the goal. Um, cause I mean, I play a lot of distinct places, but, uh, there's no, like, um, I probably, I think there were probably like five or six, like, this is sort of the themes the theme to this record songs and I don't I wish I had one but it's just I don't but I'm glad so I kind of I'm excited to have the record come out and see if there's a song that people if there's like one overwhelming song that people typically respond to because that's often been the case with other records it's like oh man everybody likes this song and keep people keep requesting it and that becomes sort of you know I don't have I don't release singles but that becomes the song i make sure i play every night you know because this is the one that people respond to and um yeah i'm curious to see which one that will be yeah so wish i had a better answer for you no that's awesome uh yeah man um okay so for my last question it's um kind of non-spaceship related there's huge changes in the osinga household i know um you and your wife are about to have your third child so uh, can you just, I don't know, tell me a little bit about Allison, your wife, and your family? Oh, man. That is very non-spaceship related. <laughs> um, man, I mean, she's a great mom. Um, my wife is funny. My wife is really, really funny. And our kids are really, really funny. Uh, if anyone follows her on Twitter, and almost all she does is quote my children... My children are the funniest people alive. Um, like, there are a lot of kid quotes on, like, Facebook and Twitter, and most of them aren't funny. But there's, our kids are just really funny. And they get it all from her. Because um, she's just... She has her own vocabulary. She just makes up words and makes and is always singing crazy songs. And they just, and they just totally, like... It's great. The, they're just this little cadre of hilarious people um and she really loves like we're both big literature people just love books and so there are books all over the house and um so they're always reading and um yeah man she's just she's and she, my, my wife is probably the most empathetic person that i've ever known like she just feels with people um like it's sometimes it's hard. Yeah, you can tell like it's hard for her to separate like who she is and who somebody else is like in a movie or something, you know. And she just so yeah. gets in with people and cares about people, um, which is just great having a bunch of girls because there's, you know, I'm as sensitive as it gets as a dude, but there's a lot I don't relate to. It's just like, man, why is everyone crying right now? You know, <laughs> I don't know why nothing's wrong no one's hurt you know like and um and my wife just knows how to handle that you knows how to speak that language and and not just sort of understands it but really identifies with it and is able to 
Like, my, I don't think my kids feel like nobody gets them. You know, I feel like they know that their mom like understands them and can see their point of view and um, doesn't mean she always agrees, you know, but um, yeah, that's one of the, the most amazing things. And she's a great listener, um, which is hard. It can be hard to listen to kids, um, but she does. It's really awesome. So, yeah. Cool. Thanks. That's cool. Thanks for asking that. That's really neat. Yeah. Hi, <laughs> the one and only Andrew Osenga inside the historic Leonard the Lonely Astronaut spaceship uh, in Nashville, recorded in February 2012. Dusted off that classic interview for today's show. I uh, hope it was fun. Um, and, you know, I'll be honest, I almost. I almost cut that last question out of the podcast, uh, just asking about his family, uh, because obviously so much has changed. But I thought, you know what, this is the, the, the interview is sort of like a time capsule in itself, talking about an album that's 10 years old. Uh, and so I thought maybe it's fun to kind of hear um, maybe, you know, what life was like. I mean, he literally had a growing family at that time 10 years ago. And, um, and then fast forward, uh, if those of you who watched the behold the lamb of God concert from the Ryman this year, whether it was in person or on live stream, you saw his three daughters singing with him at the concert. What a awesome kind of full circle experience that was. So, um, yeah, definitely. I will be linking to, um, the Leonard, the lonely astronaut album in the show notes, go find it on Spotify and play it over and over and over again. Uh, but after we say goodbye, after the outro, we're going to play the full song of the closing track of Leonard called shooting star. So that's coming up on the way. Um, and, and check out all the stuff that Andrew's involved with. He had a successful Kickstarter campaign last year and we'll be releasing a new album, um, all based on songs about Jesus coming up out later this year. Should be really great. Um, okay. I said that I had a special freebie contest just for podcast listeners. That's happening right now. Um, I have, uh, collected a whole array of different um, concert posters that of, of concerts that UTR has has been a part of, and in almost all cases, I get those those tour posters signed by the artists. So I have a half dozen signed concert posters from a variety of artists, uh, folks like Burlap to Cashmere, Andrew Peterson. Jess Ray, Randall Goodgame, John Tibbs, and more. Um, and I am going to bundle up all six of these. They're all 11 by 17 size, so you could easily frame them. I have I have like 25 of them hanging on my walls. Uh, they just make for really great, really great collector's pieces. So if you're into that kind of thing and you would love a chance to win all six of these posters... Um, go ahead and send an email to this podcast email address, which is greenroomdoorpodcast at gmail.com. If you need reminded of that, the email is listed in the show notes. And all you have to do is send an email with your name and mailing address and say, 
I want it somewhere in the subject line or poster, I'll know you're saying I want the posters. If you want to say I want the posters, that's fine. But if you say I want it or I want the posters, I'm going to be selecting one winner to and, and sending all six posters to you. So free contest just for the this podcast listening group. Send an email sometime this week. Okay. Well, if you like today's episode, um, we would love for you to help spread the word. Um, word of mouth is just so, so helpful. Um, and an easy way to do that is to take a screenshot of the podcast page you're listening to right now and then post that to your Insta stories and tag at UTR Media. If you want, while you're at it, go ahead and tag at Andrew Osenga, his name, and at Drakeford underscore music. And uh, we'd love to just spread the word. Um, Just want to say a couple quick thank yous before we leave. Um, Of course, thank you to our guests today, Drakeford and Andrew Osenga. Uh, Like I said, you can um, check out more of their music uh, at the links in today's show notes. Um, And don't forget to stick around after the show for uh, the full song from the Leonard Project, Shooting Star. Uh, Of course, thank you to our um, support team. We have an amazing uh, group of folks who generously give on a monthly basis. um, And it's just sort of a a small gift that that just recurs every month. And you could be a part of that if you want. Uh, It goes a long way. Um, So uh, the support team info is available at our website, utrmedia.org. Uh, But thanks to all the generous people who made this possible. And, uh, of course, we're grateful for our new partnership with Judson University as well. All right, I'm Dave Trout. It's been a pleasure to uh, continue this Season 5 of Green Room Door, a production of UTR Media, an independent, listener-supported, nonprofit ministry in Murfreesboro, Tennessee, and online at utrmedia.org. Shooting Star, back from 2012 by Andrew Osenga, is next.